Welcome to Box to Box Football. Hello, welcome to Box to Box Football. Me and Stu today. I'm back from my blue card suspension or whatever. <laughs> the calling it now. I, and I'll just say this now: there's not a chance in hell that that will be in the Premier League. For, I mean, they're going to trial it at you know the Conference League and Isthmian League and all this stuff before they even think about doing it. It's it's stupid. Um, you know, just if you controlled the game better. You wouldn't have to do stuff like that. And this, you know, look, man, don't bring rugby into it. Don't bring these, you know, the the bad enough with the 16 minutes of added time and all this stuff. Oh. It's just you notice how that's kind of starting to disappear too, right? Slowly but surely, yeah, for sure. It, you mentioned with the blue card. We, we touched on it obviously in the last episode, uh, Kyle, JJ, and I. But it's just crazy. I, I can't imagine it. It's just like they can't even get red cards and yellow cards right. It, th- th- there's been so much of a mess between that this year. Now you can add another element for these refs to try to to get in there. I mean, that just feels like that's just a recipe for disaster. Like, there's no yeah. way that's going to work. Never. It's hard enough to to get the, the other stuff. I mean, look, I mean, you know, the just watching the Manchester United match and the, the Aston Villa people are going crazy about that. And, and, and I, to be honest, like, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Like, like oh, 12 men. We fade. I'm like, what? Like what? I I mean, yeah. I, I I'll come on here and be the first one to tell you if we get penalties and all this stuff. I mean, but I'm just I'm listening to these fans and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, it's they got to get that right first. But uh, well, look, it, it was it was a it was a pretty interesting weekend, um, of games. I don't know where you want to start here. Yeah, I mean, I, I there are definitely a few interesting ones. The reverse fixture list of uh, Boxing Day, which I thought was interesting. A lot of those yeah. those replays from that from about a month and a half ago. I think the biggest statement for me was Arsenal just absolutely dominating West Ham 6-0. Yeah. I was very curious to see how Arsenal was going to come back. Our, uh, West Ham had won that reverse fixture uh, right after Christmas, but it – the first 30 minutes, I guess, were somewhat competitive, but then once it the 30 minute mark, it was just a barrage of goals. Six nil. Um they collapsed. They collapsed. And and for Arsenal, they had that big win over Liverpool last week. I was very curious to see if they were going to be able to like come off of that high and and continue. Because West Ham isn't a bad team. I know they kind of hide every now now and again, but I was kind of thinking maybe West Ham could get a result, but definitely not. And it was just all Arsenal, and it was horrific. Fans were leaving at halftime. It was really one of the more lopsided matches of the season. Here's the thing, right? So the the, the West Ham fans are leaving. Like, I get that because, you know, you're down 4 nothing at halftime. You're not coming back. Um, And, and you know, you pay money. There, there's there's 100 things to do in that neighborhood there. Like, you, you can go uh, and walk back towards the um, – there's a big cool mall there with food and and bars and all this stuff. So like, you know, why stay there? Go, go get some pints in or something like that and go play ping pong at that one place that I, I forget what it's called bat and ball or something like that. But you know, they're, they're, they're like, Moy's got to go. Listen, you just won the, you just won a European trophy. Like a little bit ago, you're in the, you're in the, you know, you're in the Europa league. You're, you're in eighth. They're not that good. They lost Declan Rice. I mean, you know, they, they, they haven't had, some of their players, they've been banged up. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're in eighth place right now. They're ahead of Brighton. They're ahead of Chelsea. They're, you know, which is interesting because, you know, those teams probably would have thought they would have finished ahead of 
you know, West Ham. They're even on points with Newcastle, who finished fourth last year. These games happen sometimes. You know, you just – and you could tell, like, look, they gave up that sec, the penalty, the second goal. They got hit right away for the third goal, and then the fourth goal came right before, you know, right before they go going to have to – and the game's over. Like, you're not trying – like, the game is over, man. You, you got games coming up. You're, you're, you're just trying to get through that 45 minutes. Once it's four nothing, like the fact that it ends at six, it's like not even that big of a deal to me. Like you, you just kind of been in those games before, um, so you know it's a little bit more of a statement, I think, for Arsenal. Statement of intent now because, you know, they get their goal difference up to plus thirty one, so now they're basically even with City and and Liverpool. Liverpool's on thirty two, City and Arsenal are both at thirty one, which is huge now, because, you know, City when they've won these these uh these leagues i mean their goal differences in the 50s and 60s and stuff like that so you know arsenal's right there they're right in the middle of this race um it's a huge statement of intent we'll see you know how they they go on there but uh you know I, yeah i i thought that was more of a statement for arsenal i agree i i kind of was in the boat of after christmas time where they dropped a bunch of games in a row I thought they were going to fall off of it. Maybe maybe even fall to fourth. I didn't think they were going to fall to top four. But I, I thought they were kind of distanced themselves the other way from Man City and Liverpool. But they've kind of rebounded nicely. Four wins this year. Uh, 4-0 in the league in 2024. Obviously a huge win against Liverpool. That was massive. They needed that in the worst way. It, it meant the world to them. And yeah, I agree with you, Sean. They're right in the thick of things. The one thing I, I, I find interesting from this match is three more set-piece goals, if you include the penalty. Uh, three more set-piece goals. They now have 16 set-piece goals on the year, most in the league. Everton has 13, and then there are a few teams that have 11. Uh, it's uh, When you include the penalties, which, so they have 23 set-piece goals when you include penalties, which is 43% of their goals. So they're not getting the a lot. Obviously, yesterday they got a few from, from their forwards, but they're not getting a, a ton of goals from their forwards. They obviously don't have that traditional striker to kind of lead the way, but they are getting goals in creative ways, and... Their corners, uh, you know, I've watched a few videos on some of their corner routines. Very fascinating to see that. And obviously they get some penalties, uh, seven uh, for seven on penalties this year. So it's interesting to see if they can keep that up and if they if that could be something that can help them win the title or a Champions League. I kind of think it is not. I, I, I don't think they'll win Champions League. I don't think they'll win the league either. I think City will win the league. But it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that up because that is one interesting thing to see when you look at the way that Arsenal scores goals. I actually think they have a better chance to win the Champions League than they do the league at this point. I think in a three-way race with Liverpool, because Liverpool's not, you know, Liverpool's in Europa, so they're not at, they're, you know, they're not in it. You know, if they played City in a in a, in a a two-legged tie, you know, I, I think they could hang with them. I, I you know, I think if they played them in a final, I think they can hang with them. I, I, I think Arsenal, I, I just don't know in the league. Like, I, once again, I, I think, you know, City gets on these runs and they don't lose for like two months. I, I just don't know if Arsenal is going to be able to do that. However, in over, you know, the knockout legs in, you know, they got Porto first. We'll talk about Champions League in a little bit. But, um, you know, I think in a knockout I think they have a better chance to win. I, I, I honestly am, you know, um, I was looking at it earlier. I, I, I think, you know, they're actually decent. You know, I, I look, I'm not going to bet City. Like, I'm not going to back City if I had to. Like, I just won't do it. Um, I think it's hard to win two in a row. I know Real Madrid did one three. 
But, um, you know, I, I think City could get beat over two. And if you start looking at some of these other teams, you know, Arsenal's right in the middle of it. So I, I, I think they have a better chance to win the Champions League. Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned that because we'll, we'll talk about Champions League in a little bit. But I saw on Saturday Bayern Munich was still were still second. I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. And I think Real Madrid was third. They're obviously great, but um, they're pretty banged up as well right now, injury-wise. So it'll be interesting to see. There's still a long, long way to go with for that. I, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that. You know, I think those teams will be – Bayern, I mean, they're terrible on the weekend. Terrible. And I, I just think that's, you know, bef- right before the Champions League starts, that's like a wake-up call. I talked about that today on the show in D.C. Like, they're just – that's like a kick in the butt that they needed. But, um, you know, these other results, you know, obviously – you know, Chelsea today, I mean, that was 1-1 late. And uh, Connor Gallagher scored 90 plus one and, and Enzo Fernandez scored 90 plus four. I mean, they left it about as late as you can to win that game. They weren't great, um, but they, they, they got the three points. I thought that was big for them. I mean, they, you know, look, they're not doing anything in the league, but they have this huge cup game coming up in, in two weeks. So, you know, they, they I think they want to be playing better. I don't know if you watched any of that game today. I did. There were a few fascinating parts of that game for me. Chelsea had all like the stats in the first half in terms of like the possession stats, but I don't think they had a single shot on goal. So, I mean, there was nothing really there in the first half. They were down 1-0 at half. They came back. uh, Connor Gallagher tied it up in the 47th minute. And then uh, Gallagher got the uh, go-ahead goal in the 91st minute. And then Enzo Fernandez made it 3-1 in the 94th minute. But but yeah, it, it's interesting. Like Gallagher, I, I think he's a good player. I, I kind of like him. I think it's silly that they were talking about selling him at the uh, in the January window, and then maybe there's still talk they might sell him. Yeah. Uh, Palmer is a good player, but oh, he's, a he's great. He's I think he's a terrific he's player. A, I think he's their best player. Yeah, I agree for sure. And it's crazy with all the guys they've spent you know over a hundred million on especially the two midfielders and add Modric in there as well. It's just, I, I still, I still look at them and I still, I don't see it. I still see so many holes, but it'll look that they're, they're playing a little better. At least obviously they had that big win against Aston Villa to advance in the uh, FA cup. And then like you mentioned, the Carabao cup final in two weeks, that's their key. I think they're going to really try to get a trophy. It, whether one, whichever one it is, they probably have a better chance to Carabao cup since they're actually in the final for that. But I think that's going to be their their goal because it's going to be really hard for them to get, you know, top top six. Yeah, I guess it's still possible. You never know, but I I think they're just kind of too far off the pace for that. I can't really see that at this time. I don't. Yeah, they're they're. I don't think they're good enough to that. You know, well, I mean, maybe, but they're 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 just too far. You know, they're they're twelve points behind Villa. 13 behind Tottenham. The problem the problem with them is they're going to have to, you know, they're, Ch- Chelsea's got to pass too many teams at this point. Like West Ham and Brighton, I, you know, I don't think they need to worry about. But, you know, Newcastle on 36, Manchester United, talk about in a second. You know, it's on 41 and, you know, playing better. Uh, Villa's on 46, Tottenham's on 47. You know, you, you to get into the Champions League, you're going to have to pass all those teams. And to get into the Europa League, you know, Outside, you know, outside of the, uh, you know, they, I guess, they, you know, if they win the Carabao, they go to the conference. But, um, you know, maybe they can win. I don't, I don't even know if they're still in the FA Cup, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah. you know, 
I, I just don't think they're catching any of those teams, but you know, they can, they can, this cup final is big for them. I, I think they have to, Pochettino needs it because, you know, they're starting to play a little bit better. And, you know, I think that he kind of needs it to, to kind of validate this first season. Yeah. And the one other thing I'll say is that, look, they, they beat Crystal Palace. Palace somehow managed to lose as a Olise and uh Gehi within like a four day span last week. Uh, each of those guys are out for like three weeks to two months between, between them. They also, uh, so, so, I mean, they're missing some of their key players. So again, I know you're on the road, you're going to crystal Palace. It's a tough place to play, but you palace better you play better than they did the first half. I mean, and to, to only yeah. get the lead in the 91st minute, that's, that's not really, really a great showing out of Chelsea. No, and palace better hope that Forrest and Everton get point deductions because I mean, if they don't, I mean, they're, they're right now, they're, they're not, they're five points ahead of Everton, um, four points ahead of Luton and three points ahead of Nottingham Forest. So, you know, one of these teams and, and Luton has a, a game in hand. So, um, you know, at, at some point palace, you know, we talked about this. I don't, I don't know what you do here. I know it's Roy and, and, you know, maybe they're banking on the fact that Everton and, and, and Nottingham Forest are going to get points deductions again, and they're going to be safe. But, you know, if they keep tanking down the table, they, I think they're in a lot of trouble, you know, minus 16 goal difference. Uh, Everton's is minus six. Um, you know, Nottingham Forest is minus 14. Luton Town's minus 12. So they have a worse goal difference than Luton Town, which is not good. Not good. Yeah. I, I think that the, they should have made a move and like, you know, they had like two two weeks off. Like they should have, there was a point where they should have made the move and just done it. I I, know, I, I feel like they hesitated and that, that might come back to bite them, but I guess we'll see. Um, You mentioned it, Sean. Manchester United 2, Aston Villa 1 at Villa Park. Uh, Rasmus Hoyland got nice. it going 17 minutes in with a goal assisted by Harry Maguire. Uh, stayed 1 0 for a lot of the match. Douglas Louise equalized it in the 67th minute. And then Scott McTominay, big moment McTominay coming in. He, I believe it's the fourth time this year he scored, he scored uh, in the 75th minute and on. Uh, he gets those goals late for you guys. Um, 86th minute, he gets the goal. They win 2 to 1. What do you think, Sean? Are you feeling confident about a uh, top four run here? I don't know if they're going to get top four. I mean, once they, you know, they 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 have to, uh, you know, they got to keep this up. They they I will say this: um, they have a little bit. They have a chance because when you start to look at their fixtures, you know, coming up, they got Luton Town away, Fulham at home, then they got City, which on March third, Everton at home, Sheffield United at home. After the break, Brentford, Chelsea, then they got Liverpool. Obviously, it's going to get tougher at the end. But, you know, in the run-in, they got Burnley, Palace, Brighton, who might not be playing for anything. You know, I I, I think they dug themselves too deep of a hole. I, I think, you know, probably, you know, maybe they finish, you know, fifth. Maybe they finish sixth. I mean, it'd be nice to be in, in you know, in, in Europe somewhere. Uh, you know, obviously, Champions League is, is the goal, but... I, I mean, they could at this if they keep playing better. You know, it was a great match. People are complaining about like, oh, yeah, what Villa battered them and all this stuff. Like, I mean, you know, that's – it's at Villa. You know, they had they had a lot of shots, but, you know, they can't score. They look like Manchester United in a lot of these games. 
But those are the games, you know, you you, you play, you get countered. And, and McTominay's goals have, I think they said, counted for 12 points or something like this, an extra 12 points that they've boosted him, um, boosted United up the table. Those late goals, he's been big. Um, you know, people were questioning, you know, that substitution. But, you know, he put him up there as a 10 and, and uh, get in the box. And he, and he did. Great cross from from Delow. Um, and, and look, you know, they're they're when you look at their results of late, you know, they beat Villa on the road, which, you know, not many teams have done lately uh, in the last year. I mean, they beat West Ham convincingly. They beat Wolves on the road in, in that 4-3 match. You know, they drew with Spurs, who's been flying. So, um, you know, there's been some blips. You know, they've beaten, you know, they beat Aston Villa twice. That's, you know, basically a 12-point swing there. So, um, you know, it, it's possible. I mean, they, they got some games. Um, you know, Manu's a monster. I still think, you know, if Luke Shaw, they took off precautionary. If they have to, you know, if, if Lindelof's got to play there, that's a disaster. Uh, I guess Delo can play there. And, and Juan Basaka, if he's not injured or, or sick or whatever's wrong with them, he could play there. Um, but... They're still not a hundred percent. They still holes. They're not. They're not good enough to compete this year. I think you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. They have kids coming through the academy. They're really good, and they're going to sign some players this year, obviously, and they're going to sell some players. Um, you know, I think it's probably about. I keep saying this all the time. I think they're probably about two years out. Um, you know. Next year, if they could compete, would be interesting, depending on who they get in. I think two year, two years from now, I think they're in a position where Liverpool will be getting a little bit older. Um, City will be in the Ismian League, hopefully, with any with God's grace. They'll be somewhere eight tiers below where they are here. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, that, that that's when they got to be ready to strike. They have to be ready. They have these kids coming through. They have to be ready but. You know, look, it's a good win. Uh, Villa's a good team. And, uh, you know, the Villa fans are, are, are you know, fuming. So, obviously, uh, maybe we're back. Yeah, and I'll say, like, Manu and Garnacho are two guys that are just incredible. Both of them. I mean, those are mainstays. No, no matter what. Old. In the shoot, mainstays. Yeah. 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 These kids are teenagers. You know, you got teenagers. Hoyland just turned 21. You know, we got a left back coming through. This guy, Harry Amas. He's 16. You know, they have Shay Lacey coming through. Willie Cambuala is 18. I mean, they have some players that are young that are going to be I don't they're not all going to be stars. They're gonna some of them are gonna be squad players, Darren Fletcher's kids, stuff like this. They're gonna be good. But you know, maybe there's squad players and stuff like this. But you know, you need Michael Carrick's in there. You need you can't have you know who who is a very good player, but you you know, it's not as flashy as some of these other guys. They're part of the part of the framework you're going to build around. So, you know, get get these seven, eight kids in the, the, the academy kids, build a build around these kids. Now, you know, start supplementing. Look, Christian Erickson is going to probably have to go. You know, Anthony's going to go. Some of these other guys are going to go. Rashford's been playing well since he's been, you know, out in Belfast. So, you know, the, the midfield, you, you got to get somebody in there with, with, with some legs. I think Casemiro probably, if he's, he's not going to stay, but if he does, it's going to be, you know, he's not going to play every game. Uh, they're going to get too much money for him to, to, to keep him. 
um, and, you know, get, get somebody like, you know, Van de Ven, when you watch him play for Spurs, man, he is so quick. If you can get somebody okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's changing the team. I mean, he's just so much pace. Um, it changes the team, you know, you doggy and stuff like this. So uh, pretty good segue, I guess, into, yeah. um, into the, the Saturday results. Right. Yeah. I mean, Spurs Brighton to me was interesting. I, I watched a, a decent amount of this one. I was kind of back and forth a little bit early on. Uh, they uh, Brian got early penalty in the 17th, and then uh, Tottenham equalized it, 61st minute, Pape Sar, and then Son Engman comes on as a sub, and he first game back from the Asian Cup, and then he assists Brendan Johnson in the 96th minute, basically the last, basically the very end of the game. I think there was a seven minutes of out of time or something like that. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty close to the you know, buzzer beater, if you will, type of uh, – type of a goal and that's a big win for Spurs. I mean, and it was at home. I expected more goals than just three goals in that one, but um Spurs have looked pretty good since they've gotten, you know, some of their guys back and they still have a couple guys they have to get back, but once they do, obviously you get Madison fully up to speed healthy, you get Son back up with the squad. Uh, Charleston's been really good the last, you know, 8, 9, 10 games. I think he has like uh 9 goals in 9 or something like that. So they they've looked pretty good. I I've been impressed with them. Uh, they kind of look like they are in that forefront for that fourth spot right now. But, you know, between Villa, United, and Spurs, I think that's a pretty interesting and juicy race for that fourth uh, spot there. Yeah, I, I think right now uh, with Tottenham out of basically everything, I mean, they're just going to be playing right now to, to, for this. You know, you got Villa who's going to be uh, playing uh, on Thursdays. And once again, I, you know, I, I know we, you know, yeah. Manchester United's only in the FA Cup, but, you know, I obviously hopefully, they, you know, they get past Forest and, you know, they're, they're, they're going to have another match. They don't have a lot of matches. Villa's going to be playing Thursday, Sunday. Um, and Tottenham's just going to be playing their matches. And I think that for, for the way they play and, and the, the people they're getting back, I think that's a huge boost for them. I, I, I would say, you know, they're of those three Tottenham, Villa, United, and they're only a point ahead of Villa, but and they're six ahead of United. I I would say they're probably an overwhelming favorite to finish fourth. Um, you know, I don't know if they'll catch Arsenal or City or Liverpool. I think probably they're fourth. Um, I you know, I think Villa's had a great season, but I, I just think these extra games are going to start to wear on that team. I think they'll probably drop back a little bit. I, you know, I would say Villa finishes probably sixth, but Tottenham is good. I mean, they got good players. I mean, like I said, Van Van, Van is quick. Udogi's been really good at left back. Um, they're getting pretty good in goal. They got they got their goalie. They're getting they're players solid. back. Like that's the thing. They're getting players back at the right time. I mean, look. You know, you say, oh, it's like a new signing. It, it is a little bit. Now, you know, when you have this squad of players and you're only playing, you know, one match a week, sometimes two, but mostly one, These, it's competitive, man. These guys are going to be training and they want to be in the squad. You know, you're not playing all these extra matches. So these guys, the, the level of play is going to be pretty high, I would think, at practice, you know, as these guys try to get into the team. So – you know, I, I just, you know, when you take a look, let me see what their, um, you know, what their fixtures look like here coming up. You know, they still have to, you know, they, they play, they host Wolves, they play Palace, 
They're at Villa, which is huge on, on, on March 10th. They're at Fulham. Then after the break, they have Luton, West Ham, Nottingham Forest at Newcastle. Basically, God. April 13th, April 20th, April 27th, May 4th. Spurs go to Newcastle. Spurs host City. Spurs host Arsenal. And Spurs go to Liverpool. That's four weeks in a row. <laughs> So that's I'll define season. it. I'll define their season right that's there. Their season, you know, and then you know they finish with Burnley and Sheffield United. So, you know, that's their season. If they can get a result at Newcastle, if they can get a result against Arsenal, you know, if they can, you know, they 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 man, they 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 dominate City. We all know that. So, I think that's their season there. You know, so it's this run in. It's it's these games here in the next couple weeks, and it once again, I mean. You know, the, the, the next time they play two matches in three days is after the after the international break when they play Saturday, 30th of March and Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, they play Luton Town and West Ham. West Ham at that point might be in a, you know, Europa League quarterfinal. So, you know, they're not going to be probably focused on this as much. Because, look, you wrote for West Ham, any of these teams in the Europa League, not West Ham, Brighton, all these teams. Liverpool, that's a path into the Champions League. So, you know, that that could that's the only time they have, you know, the two games. And then for the rest of the season, it's just one game a week. I I think they're in really good shape here. And they they look, they're a good squad. Definitely. And Andrew's got them rolling. It's fun to see. I ran down the rest of Saturday's results. Manchester City two, Everton nil. Actually. Scoreless until the 71st minute, Erling Holland scored, and then he scored a second one in the 85th minute. Really changed when they brought on De Bruyne and Walker. Um, you yeah, know, they, 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 they were, I think they were held without a shot on target uh, the first half and change, and then second half is really a totally different story. And then, you know, I think Everton was kind of tired at that point. Uh, Liverpool 3, Burnley 1. Another uh, kind of an interesting start for Liverpool. They didn't really play well out of the gate. Burnley could have had a few goals. Uh, but it was 1-1 at the half, and then Liverpool did get two in the second half to win 3-1. Wolves nil, Brentford two. Um, Lewintown won Sheffield three in the relegation battle. Lewin at home, uh, you know, giving up three goals to Sheffield, I thought that was pretty surprising. Fulham one, Bournemouth, uh, Fulham three, Bournemouth one, and nope. then uh, Nottingham Forest two. Newcastle three. Any of those Saturday results stand out to you, Sean? Right, the first thing I want to say is, you know, when you go back and start looking at the last few weeks of results, a lot of overs, a lot, a lot of goals being scored, a lot of games over two and a half goals. You know, last week was crazy. Last week we had like fifty, I think fifty something goals broke the record for yeah, the. And, and basically this era. week, you know, Wolves, Wolves losing two 0 to Brentford and Manchester City losing two 0 Every every other game was you know three two two one three one. Um. You know, I, I think, yeah, Luton was a little surprising. Um, you know, it's it, it's just every time you think Sheffield United and, and Burnley are kind of like dead. I mean, it, it, they basically are, but and there's a little bit of life. You know, there's seven points back of Luton there, but that was big because if Luton wins that game, you're, you know, now that's, you know, they're on 10 and, and Luton's on 23. So you're, you're not you're not making up 13 points. Um, so I thought that was big. Um, I thought Fulham played pretty well. You know, Kyle's not here to talk about it, but you know, Fulham 
I thought that was an interesting result. You know, at Wolves, Brent, you know, Brentford, I think everyone was talking about how Brentford was in trouble. Look, man, they're, they're Ivan Tony scored. They're, they'll be fine. If, if Ivan Tony was here the whole year, they'd be up around 10th or 9th where they've been. That's just the way they are. They'll, they'll be fine. You know, Wolves, once again, I think will be fine. So, um, you know, the, the Newcastle Forest game was really good. Um, you know, Guimaraes scored in the 66th minute. They had the Forest tied it up right before halftime, which was interesting. Uh, went in 2 2 at the half, and, and you're just watching this game. It, it was a wide open game. I, you know, it was really entertaining. I, you know, I was watching it, um, when I was, when I was, I was trying to work and trying to side eye it and stuff like that because, uh, had the, uh, the, the uh, that, games on that window that that 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. window was pretty crazy. The, the, that was Real Madrid and, and um, yeah. Girona, Girona, which I yeah. was a main TV, and then Bayern and and, and um, Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. So, yeah, that 12 30 window on Saturday was great. I mean, that that's the thing, man. The, the, these you're starting to get to the point now, February, you're going to start seeing the cup finals and these cup games and these bigger cup matches during the week, and then on weekends, you're going to start seeing a lot of these bigger games, and they, they start to get. You know, they start to get tougher for these teams. This Premier League race, I mean, every week, I I, I still, you know, there's going to be some some weird results. And, you know, Liverpool drop some points and City will drop some points and Arsenal will drop some points. And, you know, it's just going to be a matter of who can kind of, you know, limit those, you know, see if maybe, you know, you're losing late somewhere and you, you can get a point. You know, and, and, and make it not like a completely lost weekend and, and say, look, you know, that point may be big at the end of the season. Definitely. Which one was so, it? Did you kind of any of those kind of stick out for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I watched the Liverpool match a lot. That was in that 3 p.m. Uh, English England time window. So it's tough when there's, there's like six games going on. And I, yeah. I know you probably feel the same way when United's in that window and you, you know, you, you're pretty much focused on, on United. Uh, that's how I was with Liverpool. And then you kind of feel like you're missing everything else. But, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was interesting. Obviously Trent going down is not ideal. They, they really can't lose him. Uh, Elliot came on. He, he played really well, but they, they need Trent healthy and they're, they still are without out for a while, right? They're still waiting on results of the scan as of recording. So we'll see. But it's the same knee that he injured in the FA Cup game against Arsenal earlier in uh, January. So, in fact, he missed a few games and then came back, and maybe it feels like he might have rushed back. And Yeah, I think they try to rush. Yeah. yeah, I just, you know, sometimes and you got these extra games and, you you know, you, you try to rush the guys back a little bit. And it's not just, you know, it's, you see it all over the place. Um, um Lisandro Martinez, that, that was oh. a little bit of a different injury. Uh, you That's know. tough though, because you you were without him for so long, and he's such a key player. And if obviously McGuire yeah. hasn't been terrible, Veron's obviously good, but Lisandro Martinez is just a difference maker as a yeah. And it's just you know you just have to you know I mean you just have to get through these. You know he'll be back after the after the international break, and just have to just kind of wade through it and say you know can we can we just keep moving forward without him until we get the players back and same with Trent, you know, if he's going to be out for, you know, eight weeks or whatever it is, 10 weeks or six weeks, whatever, you know, you just try to make do and, you know, you, you gotta, you know, hopefully you get a decent draw in the uh, Europa league yeah. and then, you know, you can kind of, you know, you don't have to 
to to kind of get them out there and you get you know you get a result in the first leg and stuff like that but uh which segues into european yeah. we got the european action coming up starting tomorrow first yes on uh, yeah tuesday we have the first batch of uh round of 16 matches in the champions league and it has been a while since we got some some good champions league action on tuesday we have manchester city visiting copenhagen we have real madrid visiting rb leipzig and then on wednesday we have Bayern Munich visiting Lazio and Real Sociedad visiting PSG. Obviously, on paper, if you look at some of these, you know, PSG, Bayern, City, Real Madrid, those are all favorites. Those are all teams that are kind of near the top of maybe not PSG this year. They yeah. are, but, but those it's, other teams are kind of favorites to, you know, get far in this tournament. Do you see any of these matchups being maybe an upset brewing? The only one I at PSG Real Sociedad, I think, you know, that Sociedad could play a little bit. I mean, you've kind of I, I just don't know how good PSG is. Um, obviously Mbappe is gonna be leaving. He'll announce that soon, I would think. Uh, you know, Madrid, Leipzig, you know, no Bellingham for, for the first leg. Uh he's gonna miss two or three weeks. Uh, you know, I think they have enough players to kind of um uh, make you he's been so good. But, you know, I think they'll be all right with that. But Leipzig, you know, I think Leipzig at home there will think, hey, listen, we got to get a result, um, you know, without Jude in the lineup. City will go to Copenhagen. And, you know, I, I don't know. It'll be, you know, easily, you know, straightforward. I think they, you know, 2-0, two, two something like that. Now, they could win 6-0 and end the tie like that easily. Lazio Bayern's interesting to me because, you know, Bayern, Thomas Muller was so super mad after that game. I mean, people are talking about Tuchel and he's just like, listen, man, Tuchel didn't play. He didn't, he didn't put his boots on today. Like these players got to step up and we were, you know, it's not just on the coach. I mean, we all have to kind of say, look, we got to be better. And, you know, Harry Kane. Oh my God. If, if they don't win, like imagine if they don't win the league, like he's he went there to win a league and like they don't win. I mean, you got to start asking questions about this guy, man. I mean, you know, that Spurs didn't win anything with him. You know, I I know he scores a lot of goals, but does he change the way you play? Do you have to like feed him the ball? Do you I just don't know. And you see kind of what Spurs are doing without. I mean, not they're gonna win the league, but you know they're playing a lot more fluid. I think Byron will win that pretty easily this tie um when you when you look through the, the 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 ties next week as well psv dortmund psv's home first leg inter atletico madrid napoli barcelona napoli at home first and porto arsenal arsenal i think once again i i said earlier that i, I think they have a decent shot to win the tournament psv dortmund it, it's a toss-up i think psv's been good dortmund's obviously in a better league but who knows atletico madrid stinks they were good. They looked good the first few months of the season, and they've really they've fallen off a cliff. They, they just, yeah. the problem with them is, I mean, you just you, you can't the way they play. There's just not a lot of margin for error in it, and I, they have really good players. But just sometimes you watch them, and you're like, I just don't understand how they play like this. Napoli, Barcelona, but Barcelona's in Barcelona is like on a shoestring to implode, yeah. like. It's just you watch him and you're just like, I mean, you just see what's going on around the club and you're just like, man, this, this, this I don't know how long this, 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 this can hand, this can last. But, uh, and then, you know, you got the champion, you, you got the um, conference and the uh, Europa League. But w w which, 
you know, any of those ties stick out to you um, this week? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like the PSG Sociedad, I think, is the one that's most conducive to having a, I guess, quote unquote upset. Like kind of like you said, like Bayern's not that good, but Lazio is not very good either. Um, and then like I don't see City having any issues with Copenhagen. And like, I don't know, RB Leipzig, they only, this is always seems to be the time where they kind of fizzle out. I know they had one pretty good run. I think that might have been 2020. They got yeah, kind they of far, City in the quarterfinals. Yeah, but I, I mean, other than that, it feels like they always fizzle out around this time. I think I think Liverpool beat them last year in the round of 16. It, they're just, I don't think they're very good. And even Real Madrid with all their injuries, which is really crazy. I mean, the fact that they're they're basically, it's kind of like how Liverpool in 2021, when they had all those center backs, go down it's basically the same thing like they're playing true many and carvajal at center back and i mean they're getting it done at least to get credit to them because you know they absolutely dismantled girona uh on saturday but the fact that they, they're playing you know midfielders at center back you know bellingham's out now they don't have you know the best goal in the world uh, they don't have a striker it's just and they're still getting it done they're still gonna win the league it's just it's pretty it's pretty incredible yeah it's, it's amazing. they always get I, it done and i think like I, I, they're gonna start getting these guys back in the next. You know, obviously Bellingham's out for a little bit, but I, I think some of these guys are gonna start coming back as they get to maybe a quarterfinal. Um, and that that's interesting to me. Um, I think you know Militao is supposed to be back mid March, which I think uh helps them. Uh, Nacho, I think it, it is, you know, who, who knows when he's coming back, but I, I think it won't be too long. Um, Alaba's out. Um, you know, the, the other guys, you know, Courtois probably, Courtois, I mean, Courtois could be back by the end of the right. season. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if you throw him in there. If he's, you know, if he's healthy, I guess you do, but you know, I, I don't know. So I, I, you know, if they can get through this, 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 um, this uh, round of 16 here, you know, when you get to the quarterfinals in April, all of a sudden now they have some people back and they're healthy. They're, they're a dangerous team. I, I, you know, I never ever count them out the way they're Bellingham's in a monster in the, in this, um, you know, I, I think they, you know, they've proven they could beat city over two legs. So, um, you know, I, I, I think they're in good shape. So it, it's just interesting. I, I think, I don't. I don't really love them in this game tomorrow, um, but I, I think you know over the in the second leg, I think they'll be all right. But I, you know, I'm not sure. I could they go and Vinny could score three goals, and uh, you know they could cruise. But I, I'm just not sure. I think this is kind of like a tougher game. The city game will be nothing game. I think. Yeah. I agree. Um, you know, they just take the possession and stuff like that. You know, and I, the, the, you know, Lazio Bayern could be interesting. PSG Sociedad, I think will be kind of boring match, but maybe it'll be one, nothing, something like that. But look, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's a great time of year. You got these yeah. matches back. The good thing is, is now when these matches start, you're almost, you're, you know, like it's almost, you know, when the second leg happens, it's like daylight savings time. And like it's starting to already, you know, it's starting to get lighter already. Like I walked into, you know, the house where I tutored at five thirty. It's been dark for like, you know, a month, and now you, it's still a little bit light out. So you know, per, you know, by the time that second leg rolls around, the Arsenal Porto 
second leg. It's going to be late till seven o'clock at night. Yeah. It's, it's a great time of year. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, speaking of, we can close with this. We had our two finals this weekend, Asian cup yep. and AFCON Asian cup uh, cutter with a three, one win over Jordan on not one, not two, but three penalty kicks, 22nd, 73rd and 95th minute. Supposedly they they're all legit to too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I didn't see much of the match. I saw some highlights. Uh, I saw the magic trick. But good, you know, listen, I, I think that the the Asian Cup has been kind of dominated by c- certain countries. And, you know, to see Cutter and Jordan in a final, you know, I, I just think, you know, for for this to get bigger and and you see maybe that's an um an influence on you know the 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 middle eastern world cups that they're having and and some of this obviously saudi arabia in 2020 2034 and and cutter but um i i you know you're starting to see these teams getting stronger and i i think that just helps the game grow so i thought that was pretty cool and then obviously the the afcon final i mean that's they they fired their coach in, in the middle of the tournament, nearly made it out of, of of the of the group stage, and they wind up beating Nigeria two to one. The Ivory Coast, sixty uh, second minute Frank Kessie goal, the former uh, AC Milan and uh, Barcelona player, and then Sebastian Allaire, a guy who battled testicular cancer, overcame that the past year, and he scores the eventual winner in the eighty first minute. Just a really good story. Obviously, Nigeria, a lot of talent, you know, led by OC men who's obviously going to go for a lot of money this summer. But, yeah, that was, that was a really cool tournament. I, I was intrigued. I didn't have Ivory Coast winning that tournament, but that's what makes some of these tournaments so good is you get these stories like the Ivory Coast coming out and winning. It's good, too. You know, they hosted. And, and uh, look, Ivory Coast has been, you know, obviously, going back. I mean, the cool, really cool uniforms. And, um, I you know, the AFCON, sometimes these games, you see some of the finals and they're just a little bit you – know, I think when Algeria won and, and, and uh, just some of the games haven't been great, you know, the Senegal Egypt game was not good, but um, that game was good. And I, you know, throughout the tournament, I think there was a lot of pretty good games and now it's the same thing. I mean, you saw some of these teams that kind of got through and knocked off the, the perennial powers and you see how the sport is growing on that continent. And it's just, you know, it's very good to see, you know, I, when these te- this is now this is what has to happen in Concacaf. You know, you need to have some of these. You started to see, you know, Panama obviously has been it's been better, um, but you know, you need to see some of these countries, maybe El Salvador and and Nicaragua, and some of these countries start to get better. And you know, as they get better, the U.S. will get better, and the you know Canada will get better because you're con- you have to compete. You have to be better. You, you can't just constantly be beating St. Kitts and Nevitts and you know these teams. Uh, you you got to play better teams to get better, and uh, you need these teams to be good to elevate everybody. That's why that the, the the you know that Nations League in Europe has started. You're starting to see some of these results. You know North Macedonia. And, uh, you know, f- for example, in some of these other countries, Luxembourg, Liechtenstein, they're, they're, they're getting some results and G- Gibraltar, you know, it's, a, it's, it's this big. Um, but you're, they're getting because the whole 
content is getting elevated because everybody's getting better. So I, I think that's the cool thing about these tournaments. Absolutely. It was a really fun, it was a really fun ride. And, and, you know, like you said, there'll be a lot of good football this week and, and next week as well. And we'll be back on Friday for another episode where we will preview the next match weekend, uh, obviously the Premier League, and we'll recap uh, Champions League and Europa League as well. Until next time, this is Box Box Football. Follow us on all of our social channels as well, Box Box Football on Twitter X, as well as Instagram. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time.